0: You have a sparkle. Don't let those girls take that away from you.
1: I knew that's what you're gonna pick to I mean, start the episode. I feel, that like,
0: I feel like that's the only way to start it.
1: You're right. And what is it that you're starting?
0: This this podcast with you called Batch Please. We're back. We're back. And we're in the same room. We are. Maybe that's okay. We're Maybe that's not okay.
1: Not, uh, not really social distancing, kind of. We're, we're across the we're table.
0: Four feet apart.
1: But we're not in our regular studio
0: which is why the sound might not be as great as it usually is.
1: We are coming from the comfort of my home, me, Evan, and my my good pal, Shep.
0: He's our producer for the, our producer. this episode.
1: He is, he is our audience as well. But we're excited to be back, so not in the way we expected. At this point, we kind of thought that we would be deep into Claire's season of The Bachelorette, getting close to her hopeful engagement. That is not the case because of coronavirus and everything else. Um, that production has obviously been delayed, but we do have some things to talk about.
0: Yeah, so the, the Bachelor Gods, mostly Chris Harrison,
1: he's the only one, um,
0: has, has granted us three hours of content every Monday.
1: Three full hours. <laughs> which,
0: you know, take it or leave it, sometimes they like to milk these things for all they're worth.
1: But we know that we're all going to watch it.
0: We're going to watch obviously. it. Um, and they're basically just highlighting the greatest seasons ever within one night. Now, you've seen almost all of these seasons, correct?
1: Yeah, that is correct. And I, I, I do want to know, like, who is the judges that picked the, quote-unquote, best seasons? Like, how did we establish that? I want to know. I'm curious. Who's on the board of that? Yeah, I want to
0: ask you your ratings on this when we get to it a little bit later. Yeah. Um, so we, we are going to have podcasts about those episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, we think it's important first, though, to talk about... Um, you know, there's, there's a lot going on in the world right now, particularly our country. And we would be remiss if we didn't start with the important stuff here. Um, that being that black lives matter.
1: Yeah. So we actually have, uh, some very special guests today that are going to be coming on. Um, some people that are behind this new campaign called the bachelor diversity campaign, which is a campaign for anti-racism in the bachelor franchise. Obviously for those who have watched the bachelor, we've all noticed that in the 30, Forty seasons, however many it's pretty pasty. seasons that there have only ever been one non-white lead, which that would be Rachel Lindsay from a few years back. Um, but we're going to talk with them a little bit and kind of hear about this campaign and what it what it means and what they're doing. So we're excited to hear from them a little bit.
0: Yeah, so we have uh, Daniela and Chloe from the organization um, who are going to take some time to talk with us, and we think that's the most important thing to lead with um, because you know the, the show could clearly do a better job. Um, the nation could do a better job. Really, everyone can do a better job of being inclusive, black, indigenous, people of color. Um, it's it's a problem in this country and it's something we need to fix. And I know this is not usually the place you come to for talks about racial diversity, this being our podcast or The Bachelor.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, there's a lot obviously going on right now and everyone's processing and handling it in their own ways And there. Um, but I think we can all agree that it's never a bad thing to educate ourselves yeah. and to hear, um, hear people's stories and kind of hear, um, hear what's out there that we, can, that we can be part of. So um, without further ado, we're going to get started with that.
0: We are joined here by Daniela Gonzalez and Chloe Lancer, if I pronounce that name correctly. <laughs> okay. Um, they are organizers for the Bachelor Diversity Campaign. Guys, thank you so much for coming on today.
2: Yes, thank you. For sure. Thank you so much for having us.
0: Thank you. Um, you guys are, have put together a really awesome um, initiative, and I kind of just want to let you guys have the floor to talk about it. Um, you know, How did this get started? What are the, the asks that you guys have? I mean, what are the calls to action with this?
2: Yeah, well, it actually, it started, I posted in Brett's Bachelor Buds Facebook group. Um, I was trying, I was reflecting as a white woman, trying to think of how, what practical steps I could take to help fight systemic racism. I'm from Minneapolis, and we've really been dealing with a lot of that here recently. So I posted in a bachelor group, and I just got an incredible response. And before I knew it, we had a whole group of people together, and we were messaging. And that's kind of how this all happened.
1: And now we're here. Yeah. That's amazing. And are you guys surprised at all with the incredible response that this has already gotten? Yes.
2: Definitely. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I think we are. I would say yes and no. I know that I'm very aware that this has been like, there's a lot of people who have been um, laying the groundwork for a lot of the discussions we're having now. I know there's a lot of. Advocates who have been working for a long time. Rachel's been talking about this for years. I know two black girls. One Rose has been talking about this for a long time on their podcast. And so I, I think that we ended up starting this campaign at kind of the perfect time in history, in a way. Um, so yes, I'm surprised by the response because no one expects a petition. They start to get 60k plus signs. But I'm also, I know that a lot of people are talking and thinking about racism right now. Yeah, absolutely. And can you just shed a little bit of light for people
1: who don't know about what is this petition? What is it exactly that um, we're asking, that you guys are
2: asking of people that are signing it? Sure. Yeah, Daniela, do you want to talk about that some?
3: Sure, I have the campaign right in front of me as well. Um, But we have really two asks. Um, The first really bucket is for The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, The Bachelor franchise. And um, it's this ask of casting that Black Bachelor as a season 25 lead and then casting BIPOC for at least 35% of the contestants for each of the contestants for each season hereafter. And we want equitable time for BIPOC contestants. We want mental health resources for them. And um, we want more public vetting of contestants to make sure that they haven't previously promoted um, anything racist, homophobic, um, anything prejudiced in the past. Um, And we also would like a BIPOC Diversity Consultant to be involved in all parts of the production, casting, and filming. And then the other side of that bucket is for Bachelor Nation to hold themselves to a similar standard of anti-racism So we want, you know, a zero tolerance policy for racism online and offline, and we want Bachelorette Nation to support BIPOC contestants overall. So we have it on both sides, and so far as I'm looking at this now, we have 60,228 signatures. So we are on the way up.
1: Wow, that's honestly amazing. And I think it's interesting. One of the things that you mentioned, I just want to touch on when you said that have more vetting process when um, looking at contestants, so that things don't come from people's past. And I think that's interesting, because there have been several times now, where contestants, either while the season was typically while the season was airing, that it came back that they've had very evidently racist, homophobic tweets, or social media posts, or things come up. And it's kind of Kind of like for those of us watching, like, how how did we not know, you know, how did this not come out before? How was this missed in in the casting?
2: Yeah, and I think we all realize that The Bachelor and Bachelorette, people, contestants who come on, get a huge platform. Mm-hmm. And we, as the viewers, want to hold ABC accountable for giving people that platform who have, um, expressed harmful views in the past. and um, so it, some of this petition is just calling for them to be more intentional about, about their betting. Um, they have one of the most successful reality TV shows ever and it's I, I have full faith that ABC is able to do an excellent job betting, and we're asking that them to start that now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really important. And and honestly, as you mentioned, like this is one of the most successful franchises in history, especially from a reality TV perspective. So and a lot of people watch it because it's fun, it's entertaining, but it's important to know that change real change can still come even in, in terms of a reality show. And you know, that's a great place for some of these conversations to start.
2: Yeah, and I think like the our ask of Bachelor Bachelor Nation. Our final, um, number five, our final point is recognize that anti-racism is an ongoing effort that requires continuous self-education and action. And I think that that's one of the things we really wanna emphasize with this campaign is representation does matter. And we wanna be able to be proud of this franchise that gives us a lot of joy. Um, But we also recognize that this is not the whole work And I know myself as a white woman, I, I am just waking up to that and, and that is not okay (laughs) for myself, but I'm recognizing that. And I'm, I'm personally doing a lot of education and a lot of listening. And we also want to call, um, especially the non-BIPOC members of Bachelor Nation to take those same steps.
0: Um, so where can people go to sign the signature and, and learn more about your campaign?
2: Well, they can go to batchdiversity.com and it has all of our information and it you can click on the little explore tab and it will tell, tell you to sign the petition. Click on it. It'll take you right to change.org or you can just go right to change.org and search our petition. It is titled a campaign for anti-racism in the Bachelor franchise.
0: Great, Uh, we're really just happy that you guys were able to come on and and share this great information. Um, This is a great way to kind of move the conversation forward just because the the sphere of influence that this show has is pretty remarkable. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And this is a good way to get everyone sort of involved in understanding more and becoming better um so again very very just kudos to you guys we're we're super happy that you know this is coming from the the fan base um, and let's let's hope we see some change
1: and to your point too you know we want it like you said we want to be proud of this franchise that brings us so much joy and we all love our monday night bachelor watching and we want to watch it and enjoy it and also feel proud of it so i think that's a really great point that you brought up too so
0: Thank you so much to those two um, for taking the time to, to share that really important information with us. Um, so please just follow, you know, everything that they're they're saying. They're they're definitely on the right side of this. Um, but as we mentioned earlier, we do have Bachelor new-ish Bachelor new-ish, content. Yeah, new to in a you. Way. New it's to me. Very this new is to you. Uh, This to is like quote, old Bachelor yeah, compared to, to what you've To been quote seen. that Aladdin song, this is a whole new world to me. Yes. Um, so you know, we started with Sean Lowe.
1: We did. So Sean Lowe was honestly not a very surprising choice to kind of get the ball rolling with all of this. He was a pretty well liked bachelor, one of probably the most liked. And um, spoiler alert, he is still married to uh, Catherine, who is his pick. Um, they have three adorable children together. So I think it was nice to start with a success story, start with, there was very little controversy around him as a choice and him as the lead. and The biggest thing, which I don't know if you actually even know this, because they didn't really talk that much about it, was Sean was the born-again virgin bachelor.
0: Oh, okay. So I
1: don't know if you – talked about this in the past, but he was not a virgin, and he was very open about that. But he was very clear on the show that he was not going to have sex with someone again until it was his wife.
0: That's so funny because I wrote down – my voice is cracked a little bit, puberty – (laughs) <laughs> um, I just I, I wrote down last night I was watching this is again like one of the first times I'm really seeing Sean Lowe he reminded me of um, Patrick Swayze's character in Point Break if he went to Bible school instead of robbing banks
1: that means nothing to um, me as you obviously know that I've seen that
0: movie. but to the listener at home I think you guys know what I'm talking about you're sponging what I'm spilling um, so
1: not a super surprising start
0: no and this was in 2013
1: 2013 Yeah. and,
0: and Chris Harrison from his desk at home which I would like to <laughs> oh, say I love him
1: so much. He got like
0: goofier and goofier As the night went along
1: Well and his poor son is like <laughs> I can't believe you're making me do this He probably spent a whole day having to record his dad And he kept trying to get his son like included And he was just like yeah dad Like alright
0: <laughs> That's what we're gonna do with uh, Shep here Yeah today. exactly So in 2013 Iron Man 3 was the highest grossing film yeah, It was
1: what a great Chris sound, mentioned.
0: Great Twerk thing. was added to the dictionary Great word Which long overdue if you ask me uh, just some other little fun facts about that year. Uh, gas was $3.80, which it's way less than that now. Mm-hmm. Most of us no one's driving. The That's iPhone true. 5C and 5S came out. Remember those? I sure do. And then my personal favorite, Fast and Furious 6 came out. Of course. And was, I think, like the sixth highest grossing worldwide film. So, you know, you're a freshman nothing, college. Nothing is, yeah, I was a freshman. Freshman
1: year, yeah.
0: It was the end of my freshman year, yeah. beginning of my sophomore it was, year.
1: Yep. Yep, it was spring semester because it would have been January of our freshman yep. year of college. Wow, so and
0: I was really thrown definitely back. not watching the bat tour as and a I freshman definitely um, <laughs> so I definitely was. So, you know, it, the way that they kind of brought this all together is they really took us through the entire season at, like, warp speed.
1: Yeah, so they kind of showed us some highlights of the season. They kind of only picked out a handful of people to focus on, which were the most memorable the final two and then a couple other ones that kind of had relevant stories and strong connections with Sean throughout the season.
0: Yeah. they. Um, the first thing I kind of noticed was, hey, there are only 25 women. We're up to 30 Yeah, now. up to 30. Do you know any, like, reasoning why they upped the number?
1: I don't. I do not. I honestly didn't know that that – I totally forgot that it used to even be 25. I'm curious. Yeah. 25 it, women was just not yeah, enough. It had to be 30.
0: It's – they're really underselling themselves. <laughs> Um, the other thing I thought was interesting was, you know, the past, I've only been around for two cycles, Peter and Colton, yeah. and mm-hmm. these girls seem normal. Like they.
1: Yeah, I like, do think there's a lot to be said for the influencer era. And I think that even in 2013, it was still pretty new. Like, you know, I don't, I mean, obviously social media was around, but I don't think yeah. it was anything compared to what it is today. Yeah. And I think that the further we get along in. Bachelor bachelorette seasons, the more people realize they can capitalize off of being on some of these shows, not everyone, of course, some people are truly there to find love, but there are people that are there to help their careers and people that just want to be influencers for you know fab fit fun and yeah fit tea or whatever and yeah. I think that that has a lot to do with it
0: no i I think it does, and I think that's kind of a detriment to the show yeah um, and I think that's sort of a course correction that Claire season might bring because I feel like older people and i say older, older
1: people, people those we'll be clear that this we don't those, think this is old
0: those in their uh their 30s you know, <laughs> so um, are, are are less inclined maybe yeah. to be that i don't feel a little more narcissistic serious. yeah um so they introduced a couple of the girls um, i have to say
1: first and foremost how weird it must have been for katherine and sean to watch this together
0: I bet it was funny. I bet they had a good time.
1: They pro- I mean, I guess now... I mean, they're married. They have three children. They've been married now for whatever, seven I think, years. I
0: think it's going to be weirder for...
1: People that aren't together. Who aren't
0: together. Yeah. Who married different people. That's And true. we're like, oh, I was so into Sean Lowe and his G-tabs yeah. and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: No, that's a fair point. Um, it, This kiss thing was weird. We'll get to that. But we'll get to
0: it. But, um, I, I do want to say, so when they were showing... um. The montage of the different women coming out of the limo mm-hmm. i had no idea who was the winner like i couldn't tell oh, you, you didn't no idea oh so, so okay that's
1: interesting. originally
0: just based on the first couple of people i saw um i thought it was desiree i thought she mm. ended up winning she made top four so like yeah my instinct isn't bad
1: and then desiree went on to be the bachelorette yes. and is also with the person yeah. that she. so met. like i count
0: that as like a secondhand win for me um but yeah, I, I think they didn't even really show Catherine very prominently until maybe halfway or, or three quarters of the way through the episode.
1: Yeah, which tends to be how the seasons go. Usually the front runners the first couple weeks sometimes are kinda like yeah. in the background. That's so, how it was with like Cassie.
0: So I think that's gonna be my like my game each week is like mm-hmm. try to predict as early as possible who I think um, is going to be the the champion of the heart
1: interesting okay so you thought it was gonna be Desiree, which again was a very fair guess yeah and that seemed to be like the hardest breakup like i felt like that was sean's hardest
0: breakup yeah i mean if we want to get into that we can um that it was her brother that seemed Yikes. to ruin it. he was coming in
1: he strong. came in very strong
0: was so has there ever been a family member in a sorry our producer uh ship over there is <laughs> rolling is all over the place um has there ever been a family member who is really um sort of sabotaged a day like that
1: yeah i mean i feel like there has been several who it's not ended how they wanted it to go but this one felt really dramatic
0: yeah the season didn't seem to have a lot of drama with the exception of uh what's tiara jesus christ yikes
1: so so desiree that's basically the desiree story they were they were pretty they seemed really into each other and um after hometowns unfortunately um they split up but i really not unfortunately because she ended up then going on to be the bachelorette met her husband who she's now still with and has children with so and i like their
0: vibe they yeah they, they they were cool. they're good they're so good. everything
1: worked out for desiree and um mm. so let's talk about let's talk about Leslie.
0: Yeah. I so love Leslie. She, she um I did some like background research on her mm-hmm. after after watching the episode. Yeah. Um I wanna talk about this Guinness World Record for the Yikes. longest on screen. What? Kiss. what? Couple things. One thing. So
1: many things. Three
0: minutes and sixteen seconds. Not that impressive. I feel like that's not a long time for like a Guinness World Record
1: to stand there and to literally have to have your lips touching that entire time while people are people standing People plank there?
0: for like sixteen hours to get the record. Like this old woman has water? like four feet nails. Like. To get the Guinness World Record. Three minutes and 16 seconds. Without
1: stopping, though?
0: I could do no that. Cha-
1: really? No water, no chapstick? You think you've kiss yeah. someone for that long?
0: Three minutes and 16 seconds. Okay, well,
1: the next time you kiss someone, please time it. And
0: I will. And let me know how that
1: goes because I'm I don't think that to. you could. I think that you think that it sounds a lot easier than it would be.
0: Um, Especially of... in
1: front of people. It would be so painful.
0: Yeah, it's whatever. It's um, silly. No I have way. questions, though, about, like, the – I guess the technique of how they did that. Um, the kissing? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay so i've never kissed before so i don't really okay, know okay all right
1: i'm married so happy
0: um, to <laughs> so were their eyes closed the whole time or like should your eyes be closed the whole time
1: there is li- i mean i feel like for the beginning part their eyes were and should be closed but there is literally no way to close your eyes and kiss for that long. i think
0: that would be the hardest thing is <laughs> closing my that eyes would that would be
1: long. so weird
0: yeah um other question i have like four or five questions all right on this. let's
1: go what else you got
0: what do you do like with your hands how often should you be moving them during the three minutes and 16 seconds
1: i don't think and you like, should move them that much with a crowd of people watching. yeah but them.
0: he kind of like you know went up went she down was doing
1: some hair grabbing some
0: hair grabbing i think some hair grabbing is like necessary to help pass the time
1: yeah a little bit of hair grabbing maybe a little back rub like yeah. you know keep it Keep it yeah. PG.
0: Um, what's the best way 14, to breathe during that? I guess through oh. the nose, but do you kind of like,
1: like it's open like your a... mouth
0: to the side a little bit and catch some catch some mouth air? That's a
1: good question. And adding to the list of reasons, but I don't think that that is a reasonable amount of time. I've got
0: swimmer's lungs, so I'm good. I was going to say, maybe it's kind of like
1: what it's like when you're swimming or snorkeling or something.
0: It could be. Um, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Oh, I also so I saw other people like making out during Oh really? I didn't I I'm pretty that. sure I saw someone like off to the side like also kissing. It's not their thing. Like it's Weird. they're not even getting close to that. Or it would be even funnier if two people in the went crowd longer than them. Went longer that would have been hilarious. That
1: would've been funny.
0: Um, I also want to know, and I guess we could have done the research, but our researcher Shep uh, is, is playing with a bone right now. <laughs> I'm not talking about coronas. Um, <laughs> He, so does the record still stand? Ooh,
1: ooh. So I'm let's just, just okay. look it
0: up. Um, uh, while you're looking that up, I'm going to talk more about this. Okay. The the judge, like, had to intently stare at this so the creepy. entire time. And sometimes I think it would be really cool to be a Guinness World Record judge because you just get to see some cool shit.
1: And then you um, get lame stuff. Like, can you imagine? The person, of, like, assigned to that was probably, like, you're kidding
0: me. Yeah. Do you think, like, you get promoted to, like, cooler things? Like, is that the the career trajectory of working at Guinness World Records.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to interrupt that thought because do. this is ridiculous. Yeah, what is it? This is saying, okay, that the longest kiss, according to Guinness World Records, was 58 hours, 35 minutes, and 58 seconds
0: okay, but by this a one...
1: couple in Thailand organized by Ripley's it or Not.
0: But this is on-screen kiss. There's a very big caveat. There.
1: Okay, okay. Regular Can you, kiss. that's 58 hours? I could do it. Okay, <laughs> stop. No, you couldn't. Okay, let's, you're on-screen.
0: Yeah, which is like a dumb caveat to have.
1: Yeah, I guess that, that is stiff weight.
0: And I also wonder what the previous record was. And I also think, I have a lot of opinions on this. You have
1: so many. Points. I also
0: think that they should break the record every season of The Bachelor. Like, that's always an episode. And they air the entire thing.
1: Oh, according to this, on Valentine's Day of 2013.
0: That sounds probably. Oh no, would
1: that have been. The when did this? This where did the? When did their season air? Was it January, January of 2013? 2013.
0: And it so would have been filmed have been months been episode, before that. Yeah.
1: This so February 14th of 2013, this couple on an episode of Good Day Tulsa kissed for three minutes and 47 seconds. Okay. So still,
0: under four minutes. John and Catherine don't have that anymore. No. All right, well, they still have, well, Sean and Catherine were kissing. I mean, sorry,
1: Sean and Leslie. Okay, but back to Leslie for a second. Anyways. So a little bit more about Leslie that they didn't tell you on the show is that after her time on The Bachelor, she ended up testing positive for the gene um, that can sometimes indicate that you have breast cancer. Oh. So she actually went underwent a double mastectomy as in her 20s, like oh, very wow. young. And um, her mom had breast cancer, and she knew that that was something a risk for her. So she went, she did a double mastectomy, reconstruction surgery and all of that so that's something that she's very vocal about um she then went on to be on bachelor winter games where she found love with dean and they ended up in a pretty not super great breakup um but she is like a travel blogger she's always traveling the world going on crazy cool adventures and is actually now newly happily engaged
0: i did see that her
1: new travel buddy so pretty cool (laughs) i like leslie a lot
0: she's she's awesome um Moving on from Wesley, a couple other people that stood out. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna save Tiara for that.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Sarah. Oh the, yeah, Sarah. I oh, like that melted my heart. I she was like, I don't know, just
1: I feel like you would date Sarah.
0: Probably like would. of all these people I, would.
1: I feel like Sarah is like who I think you would date.
0: I kind of like honestly I was watching it and I was looking at it with that lens as like of course you are. who's good for me?
1: I feel and like Sarah,
0: of all these people. Sarah and, like, honestly, Catherine, too, but she's yeah, clearly, clearly taken. taken. Well, so Sarah, but. That's true. <laughs>
1: but I think, but Sarah is awesome.
0: Yeah, no, she seemed, she seemed great.
1: And she's great. I just, like, I love how she stands for, like, trying to show people that just because you have a disability does not mean you can't do things. Like, I just, I don't know. She's awesome, and I love that she's story found, about the
0: ziplining. Like, oh, God. Like, oh, my
1: God. And I love that she has found love with somebody who goes on adventures with her. Like, they are adventure buddies together. Yeah. And he just, I don't know. It just, it was really nice. It warmed my heart. I love that. There was actually a time, a few years back, have you heard of Chad Johnson, not the football player, the Bachelor member?
3: Chad Johnson,
1: the villain? Yes. Okay, well, they were on Bachelor in Paradise, and he said some very, very nasty things to her about her relating to her only having one arm. and then. Immediately got kicked out of paradise. Good, and then eventually apologized to her, and she said she accepted and everything. But people mm-hmm. were so mad at him for roasting sweet, sweet Sarah about her only yeah, having the arm, which is disgusting to do. Obviously, yeah. Um, She's also found love, so everyone's doing really great. She this also had great. a really
0: nice apartment. I know, very or like, nice. Wherever she was, I living. literally
1: thought the same thing. Like, like, so if you're on the show, do you automatically end up having like really great? I don't know successful careers and lives after. Yeah, the show, like,
0: like the, the home decor was popping last night. It was beautiful. Night. So that's definitely something I'm looking out for um, <laughs> during these episodes. I, I like to pay attention to dumb shit like that. Um, you know whose home wasn't impressive or their desk, Chris oh. Harrison's. I was just no, like, not at all. It was,
1: it was very like kind of nah.
0: corny. And also, and his book.
1: Did you see cropped up in the background? Which,
0: by the way, that book. How was it? It was
1: fantastic. It was fantastic. Evan actually gifted me this book for my birthday back in March and I loved it. It is so much better than you. It's very Nicholas Sparks vibe. It's called the perfect letter and it is so good. Honestly, very, very good. It was kind of a mystery love story kind of vibe, but very Nicholas Sparks. Yeah. I was impressed. Would love some more books from Chris Harrison.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's, um, we're, we're kind of winding down on the people they kind of highlighted. I guess we have to go into Tierra. Yeah. Holy shit, what a train wreck. What
1: even is she? So <laughs> I don't even know. Clearly, she was going to be the quote-unquote villain. Like, that was pretty obvious. Well, she, like, fell down the stairs, I guess, <laughs> or, like, threw herself. Which, I don't like, know what that was all about. I don't
0: mean this bad. Adults falling down the stairs <laughs> is some of the funniest shit <laughs> in the world.
1: I truly feel like As it, long as it, they're it, Okay. I don't feel like she really fell down the stairs. Like, did she get to the last few and just, like, make some sounds? Yeah. Either way, they came and they were going to, like, take her away on a stretcher. And she was like, no, 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 I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine. And, like, it's a – Sean comes over and he's like, oh, my God, I think she has a concussion. And then she gets up and she's like, no, really, I'm fine.
0: But she very well could have.
1: But it, the whole – yeah, she might have. It, it was very – the whole thing was weird. And then they did a weird – which I will also admit that this date was very alarming to me. The they polar went plunge? swimming. Yeah, the polar plunge into the glacier. I
0: think a situation. polar plunge is great. I, so I've worked on uh, different weekends when this has happened, but they usually have one in Cincinnati um, in February to benefit Special Olympics. And I've always wanted to do it and just haven't been in town for it. So,
1: but this wasn't benefiting anything.
0: It's benefiting love, Allison.
1: This was just jumping <laughs> in a lake for no reason.
0: Um, yeah, okay, sure. No reason, whatever. No reason. But, you know. But I everyone
1: think, was like, oh my God, it's cold. This is fun. And yeah. she straight up was like, oh my God, I have hypothermia. Someone help me. And it's like shaking. And like. Yeah.
0: It, it reminded me of, of an ET, like when they, they're taking care of him and they wrap him up.
1: Yes. She's wrapped in everything they yeah. can find. And Sean comes over and she's like, I'm like always getting hurt around you. Like, this is so crazy. Yeah. It's like, what
0: is it's, going I, on? I don't think she was faking the hypothermia, but it's sort of like a a boy cried wolf situation where it's right too right. make so things happen and it was like all right we get a sister you want attention
1: yeah and then the eyebrow thing the
0: very oh expressive yeah expressive
1: eyebrow that was yeah she's like i can't control my face
0: yeah she did she ever make it to like a paradise type of thing
1: i don't i honestly don't think so i don't even remember I don't yeah. remember her being on something
0: i um'cause
1: i from I was trying to look up some stuff about like where is she now, so, and it was very like private, like yeah. she's very not part of anything yeah
0: here's here's what I scooped up. She's got a private Instagram mm-hmm. she still lives in Las Vegas. I believe she's like a leasing consultant or something like that, also
1: apparently she got engaged like right
0: she got away, engaged. and
1: then it was like just kidding, yeah, yeah.
0: and then like. Literally, while the show was airing,
1: yeah, I think. yeah,
0: and then that didn't work out, and now, now apparently she is engaged or dating someone named Tyler, which is also her brother's name.
1: Weird. Yeah.
0: Wow. So interesting. All right. Well,
1: that was it for Tierra.
0: Yeah. Um. She's, she's she's good TV. Oh yeah, great TV. In fact, she was around for the a villains. While,
1: always are. Yeah. Good TV. So then, with that, we were down to Lindsay and Catherine, which are the final two.
0: Yeah, and I feel like they didn't highlight Lindsay. They kind of bookended it with I her agree. because they had, like, the here's her showing up in the wedding oh, dress, so which is coming on strong.
1: Too weird, too much.
0: Was that sort of the inception, like, around that time when they really started to go all out? With, with the, the limo
1: entrances. Yeah, yeah. because I don't, they didn't all used to be weird. Yeah. And now there's, everyone has to do a thing. Yeah. And I just just step out a the limo.
0: Just be, be normal
1: just be yourself yeah.
0: like
1: it, it was weird i i don't know wasn't a big Lindsay fan i was i i just feel like the Catherine I connection liked her. really yeah
0: she was on the list of like oh i, w- I would like her i feel
1: like the Catherine connection was so much stronger i feel like sean liked Catherine way more
0: oh yeah i mean way just more. based on what i saw from this edit like yes yeah mostly because he's married to her well obviously
1: of course um
0: So I mean, she was definitely pretty hard. What do you think is the best way to break up with someone? Like at that, honestly, because he was like, "I, I, there's nothing wrong with you." Like, it's just
1: my opinion, and some people have done this, and I know this isn't best format of the show. The night before the big day, yeah, you know who you're picking. Uh huh. You need to go to the hotel room of the person you're not picking. And you need to tell them that you are not picking them. Yeah. Because I think it is cruel to make someone wake up on a day they think they're engagement, get all dolled up, come to the big place to then be shut out. Like, I think go to their hotel room the night before, tell them, look, it's not you, which sucks. Mm -hmm. But then the day of your engagement can actually be happy. Because as it stands now, it's like miserable, 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 then happy. Yes.
0: And even, and even that. the happiness is tainted a little bit by the
1: sadness <laughs> of letting someone else you loved go. Yeah. it's weird. That's at least what I think. I think more people should do that. Yeah, some people have done that.
0: Let's hope that catches on. Let's hope. People who are listening, who are going to be the next leads.
1: <laughs> yeah, please. Please do that. Please do that.
0: Um, yeah. So I, you know, I, I like Lindsay. Um, if I remember correctly, seems to have her life pretty together. Also, mm-hmm. nice like living space. Um, good for her.
1: And cute kids.
0: Yeah, definitely cute kids. Everyone had cute kids. In this Everyone's time. kids are so cute.
1: <laughs> Bless, Bless you. It. Bless you. Um, yeah, every, she seemed great. Everyone seemed. Everyone from the season seemed like they're in like a really good life place. Yeah, I mean, which was great. Yeah. Granted, they probably wouldn't have come on if they weren't. But yeah, glad to see all these people doing really well. Yeah. Which leaves us with Sean and Catherine. Sean and Catherine. As someone who has seen several episodes of this show, is it is one of my favorite proposals, endings of a season, because it just, to me, feels so
0: they're just, genuine. They're, they're perfect for like, each other. Like,
1: I think they are perfect for each other, and Catherine's face was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening the whole time. Like I
0: hate to say this, but like I got tingles on my spine right? watching it. Right?
1: I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I
0: shouldn't. This is dumb show. No,
1: it's fantastic. I was tearing up so much. Obviously, I know that's a low bar, so yeah. we know that, but... And I've seen their proposal a dozen times. Just, I don't even know. I've seen it so many times. I watched it live when it happened. And it's one of my favorites because she just looks so, sh- like, su- not surprised isn't the right word, but so, like, I can't believe this is really happening to me. I'm so happy. Yeah. And you can tell he is so in love with her. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that they're still together, and I follow both of them on social media, and they are hilarious.
0: I, I've seen, like, they're random funny. tweets from Sean that usually just, like, show up on my feed somehow. I don't actually follow him, but they're, they're he, he plays into, He like, makes
1: fun of himself. He makes yeah. fun of the show. He realizes that everything he, ha- like, that most of the things he has is because of the show, but he makes fun of himself, and so does Catherine, and.
0: Yeah. Like, I think, I think they funny. handle it very well.
1: And their kids are adorable. They're just, like, a beautiful family. Like, yeah. Like. He, as she pointed out, is a hunk, yeah. and she is stunning, like yeah. one of the most beautiful pretty, people ever, yeah. and their kids are all just adorable. Yeah. It's just, I love this ending. It's one of my, it's one of my all-time favorites.
0: Um, in terms of greatest seasons ever?
1: I think it's up there. That's why I, I'm there. glad they picked this one to start with. Top five? Maybe.
0: Maybe. Maybe what, top five. What is, do you think, the greatest season ever? The
1: thing is, I just don't know, because it depends on what that is. Like, greatest ending, honestly, this one. Okay. Greatest lead, you greatest pastor, greatest pastor. I don't know. Like, I feel like I would have different favorites for different categories. I mean, I can okay. definitely tell you which ones weren't my favorites, and that would be Juan Pablo, <laughs> Peter. that would be Peter, that would be Ari. <laughs> um, but, like, I don't know. I really, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Don't so, know. you think this one had the best proposal?
1: Yes, I do. Okay. I think it had the best proposal and it led to a beautiful.
0: I think that's what we should do. Every every greatest season ever, quote unquote, will give it whatever its superlative is. And yes. this one is greatest.
1: Greatest proposal.
0: It gets the greatest ending. proposal rose.
1: Greatest proposal rose/greatest. Rose. Okay, that's that's definitely True good. to form.
0: Um, oh, I love this
1: one. I think it's great and I just, I love following them and seeing their story and they're so happy and so cute
0: yeah was there anything different from tonight's i say tonight last night's edit um that like stood out to you from when you watched it or did it seem Not like really, a pretty good representation
1: it seemed like a pretty good representation i mean obviously there's a lot of people on there that they didn't really yeah show. i i do get mixed up after i mean when you watch so many i forgot I forget who came from whose season. Yeah. Like, I obviously remember Sean and Catherine, and I remember, like, Tiara, but I, I when I was watching it, I'm like, oh, right, Leslie came from Sean's season, and, yeah. oh, right, Desiree became the Bachelorette from Sean's season, because after you watch so many, and there's so many people, I'm like, I forget who came from where. Totally. And, like, the order. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, like, the order of, like, okay, from Sean came Desiree, and then from Desiree. Like, I, I forget the order in which everyone came from. Yeah. Um, but, no, I... I really liked it. I really love this season, and I'm excited about I'm excited about next week, which we don't have to. I mean, you didn't watch this one either, so it doesn't matter. But Caitlyn Bristow. I'll tell you
0: anything Caitlin about her? Caitlyn
1: Bristow it. is one of my favorite bachelorettes. Okay. I, as a person, I love her. I love her podcast. Um, I just really like Caitlyn. She loves ours too. Yeah, big <laughs> fan. Um, I love her podcast a lot, and I think she's super cool. Um, she's dating Jason, who was on Now, who was from, um. Becca season. Like, I know that means nothing Honestly, to you, but City. Jason Tardik, he was, um, a fi- like, a final person on Becca season. Okay. Um, and him and Caitlyn met, and now they are dating very gotcha. seriously. And I, they're one of my favorite bachelor couples, too. And I, I really like Caitlyn, so I think you're going to like next week a lot. A lot more drama.
0: Hell yeah. In Caitlyn's season. Yeah, this seemed to be too too happy which well, like maybe we need that right now
1: yeah no you'll i mean i won't give too much away but nick vile uh, who you, yeah. i've talked before I know pops that. into caitlin season and Dislike. just like shows up like after it's already begun and it's like oh, i want to be here too weird and everyone's like mm, what are you doing here and the other guys don't love that about okay. him um but it's a good season, and this oh, and this is the only season too. They tried something like different. Oh,
0: I saw they kind of two teased bachelorettes. Yeah, well, let's talk about that next. So we'll talk about week. that next
1: week. But yeah, there. That's a little bit of next week is Caitlyn. So I'm excited. I love Caitlyn season. Yeah, A lot of drama. Um, it's gonna be good.
0: Couple other good. things. Do we like this format? Like what they're doing with with this? I mean, it's only been one episode, so not statistically significant, but. <sighs>
1: Yeah, do like I it? do. I think it's a nice way to organize it. I mean, mm-hmm. kind of hitting on, because I was curious how they were going to do it. I like that they kind of picked out the key players, like, obviously the people he had the biggest connections with, the people who went on to the in other Bachelor shows, Bachelorette shows, the, per- the person who was the Bachelorette. Like, I think that they picked a good mix yeah. and showed each of their stories the appropriate amount of, like, time um i thought it was good i'm excited yep. to see do we know how long this is like how many weeks is this Is this just, Honestly, like, until this, might be, this
0: might be indefinite we <laughs> might get all 40 seasons by this is the end of the year
1: i mean it could
0: yeah it could i i'm starting to think that so i think they're just going to keep going at this i think and this is based on absolutely zero <laughs> like information or anything this is what i think um which doesn't go very far but so Some sports leagues are coming back. Like they have plans to kind of incubate themselves within like a a bubble, basically. Yeah. I think we're going to get that with Claire's season. I think it's going to happen where we're going to have a bachelorette season where you are pretty much in the mansion the whole time. And your only dates are picnics and skydives. I
1: think so too. I think it's going to be interesting because even if they start production, they're still going to have to be careful.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, things are starting to open up, um, for better or worse. They're not going to have
1: crowds at any of their dates. Yeah.
0: Which like, you know, it's, I'm I'm okay with that. I can, I can do without. Um,
1: hopefully we just hope there is a safe way that we can start filming new content soon. Yeah. We need it.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Oh, one other thing. Peter.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We
1: didn't talk about that. I love, first of all, Chris Harrison and how just like genuine and like sweet. He, is. Well, he pretends like, like we like, don't have like, Instagram. Like he's like Peter's new girlfriend. Who is she? Yeah, I'm like, like we've we known, all, known for two months. We <laughs> all have known it's Kelly from Instagram and TikTok for so long. Yeah. We're very aware of who it is. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm so, like, I'm sorry. I'm so over Peter.
0: Yeah, I'm it's, so
1: over him and Kelly. It was the first third try from someone from his season. Yeah, and we're all just pretending like that's normal. And then his freaking mom, she's Barb, comes in and she's like, "Give me a K, give me an eat. I'm like, "We're God. out on
0: Barb." I actually wrote down "She Devil Returns." <laughs> when, <laughs> when she showed up,
1: yeah, um, Barb is not is not cool. She's
0: she's toxic. He um, was like,
1: "Haha, she's moving into my parents' house." LOL, JK. I'm like. <laughs>
0: Did you notice what? how much he was, like, rubbing her yes, arm?
1: really aggressively. Like, really aggressively and nonstop. Really like, we get it, you guys. There's friction dating. there. Clearly. Well, it was weird to me when Chris Harrison was like, you have a new love. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I think he forgets that, like, in Bachelor World you fall in love in, like, a second, but, yeah. like, they might not be there yet because I felt like Peter reacted awkwardly.
0: I think no one believes in the brand and, like, the, the purpose more than Chris Harrison.
1: No, I, I think you're right. And I think that my dream is that one day Chris Harrison will be the bachelor and will also be the host because he's divorced.
0: Uh, I mean, he's dating someone. He's dating Lauren Zima. Yeah. Which I
1: think they're great together. But if for any reason that ever didn't work out, I really would want him to be the bachelor and to be the host of his own season. Yeah.
0: Something something we're going to think about for next week. And I know we don't want to think about this, but we're going to, um, who who could replace chris harris no
1: like literally assuming not assuming
0: whoever's next but we'll, we'll talk about next week.
1: no one literally no one evan
0: yeah um one more thing i want to get to yeah. is you decided not to watch listen to your heart
1: i didn't you're right i know so i'm just gonna
0: get out my listen to your heart Please, stuff right now go right ahead i freaking loved it and it was the perfect confluence of music and bachelor you know, they, they lean into the star is born thing a little bit too much. And you have see the movie, not really the ending you want. Um, it's pretty tragic, but the show was funny. They had no idea what they were doing the whole time. Like they were making it up as they went along. It
1: was only a few weeks, right?
0: It was six weeks total. Um, and honestly, five of the six weeks were very entertaining. The last episode mm-hmm. was kind of boring. Cause you kind of knew what was going to happen. Um, and they, the, the best singer left. Um, Rudy. So shout out to Rudy.
1: Isn't it still together
0: from that show? Yeah, the, the winners are. They released an album on Spotify. Really? I forget what it's called.
1: Are they together as a relationship or they're together
0: professionally? Both.
1: Ooh. Yeah,
0: watch out. Mm. Um, so I really hope it comes back. Um, Allison already committed to watching it next year when it's oh, back.
1: Oh, wow. So we
0: can do some pods on that because I know everyone was missing it. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it and I wish you could have been there for it.
1: Well, I am sad that I wasn't. Not really, because yeah. I chose not to watch you it. You weren't
0: listening to your heart.
1: I was not listening to my heart. But I'm very invested in the greatest season ever. Greatest seasons ever. Yeah. And I'm excited for all the time they they said that Trista will be one.
0: Yes, who, our friend, our friend Trista.
1: I think Ben is one.
0: Our other friend. Ben. Our other
1: friend, um, Caitlin is obviously one. I don't know who else. I mean, just little clips. I, I couldn't really tell who... It looks
0: like Colton' season's going to be on there, which, like, I roll, I know, but...
1: There was some we weren't good pot- drama. We weren't potting for that. There was some good drama. And yeah. We weren't potting, but you've seen it, so that was what got you into it. Yeah,
0: so that might be an interesting one to revisit.
1: Also, actually, the new kind of news that Colton and Cassie actually broke up.
0: Yeah, I, are you I surprised? It. Are you surprised?
1: I'm going to say yes and no. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. No, because we've been saying for the past like couple months, like there, he's posted some weird Instagram posts where me and Evan were like, "It's
0: very cryptic." Are they broken up? Yeah.
1: But we also just read his book, which was basically an entire love letter to Cassie. So I was kind of—we even talked about like how awkward it's going to be they break up? Like he wrote yeah. a whole book about her.
0: Yeah. I don't so know. I'm not surprised. I, I just I think he's too clingy.
1: Hmm. I, think too it, I think it's
0: a little too much for her. I think she's chill California girl.
1: But I'm just surprised they dated this long if that's – you know, like if that's
0: yeah. how she felt. Yeah, could be. Oh, um, well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. You know what else people should see? What should people see? Is <laughs> our social media channels.
1: Nice. Yes, please reach out. Now that we're back, we'll be potting every week. So please, if you have any questions or any thoughts on these, these past seasons or anything else that's new that's going on with people in Bachelor Nation, we'd love to hear from you. Um, Check out our Twitter and Instagram at Pod, or you can shoot us an email, um, BatchPolicePod at gmail.com.
0: And make sure you guys follow and sign the petitions for the Bachelor Diversity Campaign. Um, Again, can't stress enough the great work that they're doing. Um, Other places to possibly donate to, um, Black Lives Matter, the ACLU, the Equal Justice Institute, um, Campaign Zero, plenty of them out there. Just do the research. Um, and let's, let's all be better.
1: Thanks for listening guys. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.